you guys know how they say you should never meet your heroes, right? I got a pretty interesting story that I'm gonna, that I'm gonna start out this evening with, right? So if you don't know my background, I was like a, I was big time into playing football. So I loved to play football my whole life, played it in high school, had dreams of playing in college like everybody else, but then I found out that I was uh, five foot six and slow and playing a dying position. Irregardless, um, never made that dream, which was fine because I don't think I had the work ethic in college to, to keep doing that anyways. Um, but I loved football, right? And, and was, grew up a big Denver Broncos fan. Um, Von Miller was like, like my hero after Super Bowl 15 and that. So I was really psyched one day when one of my buddies on the fire department, um, he, he invited me to go to like this meet and greet that he won at Safeway with Von Miller. So I, I was really, really psyched, had his jersey, and uh, we went up there and met him. When I say... When I say um, it's weird to meet your heroes, what I meant was I was weird to meet for him. (laughs) (laughs) What we did, and the the funny thing, it was like me, a grown man, I I was easily in my mid-20s. My buddy who was in his early 30s, and then a bunch of like six-year-old kids. And they like gave us t-shirts and all this, and we played like a a touch football game. And uh, it was funny because there was just like 50 or 60 kids out there playing touch football. Well, I get super competitive, right? So um, I don't know. I guess in my mind, I'm thinking if, if I play well enough, Von Miller's going to, I don't know, put in a good word for me and you guys might see me on Sundays. Um, so I, I just start getting super competitive, right? And I'm like running around everywhere, stiff arming kids. <laughs> and, and Von Miller played all-time quarterback, right? So he's just, he's, um, he's like lofting these little, little touch passes to, to like these little kids, like the oldest kid was probably 11 years old. Um, so the, conspe- the competitive spirit in me, I'm like, oh, I'm getting the next one. So <laughs> he goes and he throws the, like the, the cutest little kid, like there was a Q&A before this and this kid like, I'm asking like X's and O questions and this kid's like, his question was, I have your poster in my room. And the, the crowd just exploded. So I go, he, he throws this little loft pass to a kid. I end up like stiff arming and knocking this like little six year old over, going to catch the ball. And what happens is it deflects right off my face onto the ground. <laughs> and I'll never forget it. This is when I knew Von Miller was a real one too. I just look up and he is laughing. He is laughing and shaking his head at me like, you freaking moron, you, you uh, stiff arm a six-year-old kid and then took one to the face. It was, it, it was very, um, I don't know if it was um, put me in my place, but it, it definitely should have. So I start that funny story off. How do you think that's gonna relate with our sermon this evening? Well, it's not. It's, it doesn't relate at all. In fact, I just wanted to start off with something funny because what I have to talk about tonight and what we're going to kind of get into is really not funny at all. So it, it, uh, it's, 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 it's hard and it's comfortable even for me to talk about. It, it can be uncomfortable. It can be um, um, just a little weird sometimes or sometimes it can be downright painful. Um, 
you guys have all been here and I, I really appreciate your support. But as I kind of like find my way as a pastor and I'm, I'm trying to start starting to fall in line and find my own style here, one of the things that I always want to do or I find works best for me is when I speak things that are in my heart. So um, usually for me, sermon prep, I have to start at the beginning of the week because I have to practice and do all of these things. And then I practice, 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 and it never comes out of here. Um, but I always try to go where I've had success here is when I go with something that's been on my heart. And a lot of times those are, those are things that I'm struggling with. And consequently, those are things that are tough to talk about that are, that are, um, difficult and not always so joyful, but I'll never shy away from that. And, And one big reason is because I know that, that, it's therapeutic, one, for me to get up here and talk to you guys about it, but two, I know that it's stuff that you guys are struggling with, too. So I will never, ever shy away from, from talking about those tough things. And, and really, the tough thing I'm going to talk about this evening is forgiveness. Um, forgiveness is a topic that I personally, like, struggle mightily with, right? I'm the worst at, at forgiving people. I hold grudges. Um, and what I really found, like, when I really sat down and thought about that topic this week, I don't struggle as much with forgiveness in, in theory as much as I struggle with the bitterness that it creates within me. Um... Like, can you guys relate to that? We, we think, I think sometimes we think that what happened to us was so wrong and, and all of this stuff, and we think we're so mad at the other person, but really if we examine it, we're bitter at ourselves usually or bitter at God when we really look underneath the surface, right? I expected there to be more people here, so go along with this. Um, but I know, I know for a fact that, that some of you in this room have been really hurt. Some of you have, have wounds that are, that are still there, and some of you guys um, um, rightfully feel or, or rightfully holding back forgiveness from somebody, and I'm okay with that. I'm never going to sit up here and, and tell you guys how, to, how you should feel about the way you were treated or, or how you should... If you and I are sitting in council, I'm never going to tell you how you should feel about something bad that has happened to you. What I am going to ask is one thing, is that you guys remain open-minded and keep this one, one fact in your mind as we go through this sermon. And listen to this one big time. It takes faith to forgive people. It takes faith to to. Um, Step out of your comfort zone and let go of something that, that you want to hold on to, and, and rightfully so, you probably deserve to hold on to. But what we're going to talk about tonight is the benefits of letting that go, the benefits of, of moving on and not letting bitterness from, from a betrayal or, or something bad that has happened that requires you to give somebody, other for, some, somebody else forgiveness not letting that sink your ship. Um, like I said, I, I, I think a lot of times we want to blame the other person, but really you'll find, and as we go through this, that, that we're, 
the person we're most mad at is usually God or ourselves, right? So keep that in mind. It takes faith for you to forgive, right? We sit here sometimes and we, we pray about it, right? And we don't want to. Like most of the time when, when I'm suffering with it, I pray because I know I have to, but I don't want to, right? And then I pray and I pray and I pray and expect God to snap his fingers overnight and forgiveness to be in my heart. But that's not what faith is. And we're going to talk about that this evening. Um, if you have your Bibles, we're going to be in two chapters. Open up with me to Luke chapter 17 and Ephesians 4. And we're going to start off here in Luke chapter 17. It says in verse 3, if your brother or your sister, and, and again, forgive me, I had no way of printing off my notes, so Nate can make fun of my vision tonight, but I'm working off this laptop, which is at a weird angle. <laughs> yeah, next sermon I do it in Nate's glasses. Um, Luke 17, verse 3. If your brother or your sister sins against you, rebuke them. And if they repent, forgive them. And if they sin against you seven times in one day, but come back seven saying, I repent, you must forgive them. I grit my teeth at that, right? Like, think about how frustrating that verse is, right? Like, we love to read the Bible and tell it's something like that. And that's why I said this is a bad topic, right? You're telling me seven times in one day, God, that, I, that I'm supposed to forgive somebody, right? So technically eight if we're doing our math correctly. I don't know about you guys, but if somebody sins against me seven times in two years, they're not being forgiven, right? So we start to see, right, that, that God is calling us to forgive people, right? God is calling us to, to for some reason, and I promise we'll get there, He's calling us to let it go, right? And we'll see as we go on that that's what forgiveness is, right? But eight times in one day, think about how frustrating that can be and how that, that relates to bitterness, right? Because what is bitterness? What I was just describing there, right? Bad things are inevitably gonna happen to us. We know that as Christians, Oftentimes it's biblical that it's going to get worse for us sometimes, right? And we're expected to respond a certain way because that's how Jesus responded, right? But sometimes what we do is we let these, this anger and these, these bad omens and all of this stuff that happened to us because of the doing of somebody else sit deep within us. And that's what bitterness is. And, I, and it, it's really been on my heart to tell you guys Bitterness is ruining our lives. Us succumbing to, to the bitterness that, others are, that are, others are causing in us is ruining our attitude, it's ruining our work life, it's ruining our home life. Bitterness, if we let it, if we let it get to us, will ruin us, right? And you guys have probably heard this, but I, I think it, it's so perfect, it, it's kind of cl a cliche saying, but me being bitter is like me drinking a poison and expecting it to kill some, the other person, right? So keep that in mind. Eight times in one day. That bitterness can get to us, right? We all know how that goes, but I want you to keep something in mind. God doesn't ask you to forgive others to heal them. He asks you to forgive others to heal you. Think about that. Write that down. Like, if you guys don't take anything else from this message, take this. God doesn't ask you to forgive others to heal them. 
He asks you to forgive others to heal you. The bad things that happen to us, the bad things that happen to you, is not who you are, but sometimes that bitterness that you get because of those bad things start to become who you are. Think about that, right? We all know somebody like that, somebody that can suck the joy from the room, right? Somebody that's just terrible to be around, and maybe it's somebody at your work. Um, I see some side eyes going on from some spouse. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> maybe it is your spouse, but we can all think of somebody that, that, uh, that um, is just bitter, and, they're, and rightfully so, but they're so terrible to be around. And if you can't think of somebody, then guess what? Probably you, right? The bad things that happen to you are not who you are, but the bitterness that you develop from that can become who you are if you are not careful, right? So how do we... Because like I said, I think it's rightful for us to be bitter, right? But how do we start working through our bitterness in order to, to find forgiveness, right? I think the first thing we have to do is really define what forgiveness means, right? What does it mean to forgive? Because I think forgiveness is a word that we take way out of context and it actually hurts us, right? So let's examine the cure, right? There, there's a verse here I'm going to read to you that, that is your cure to bitterness, which will help you find forgiveness, right? Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 4. Um, in verse 31, it says, Let all bitterness, wrath and anger, and clamor and slander be put away from you along with malice. Pay attention to this. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as Christ has forgiven you. Why do we get, forgive people? Number one, because we're forgiven, right? It would be awfully hypocritical of me to sit up here and say that I'm not going to forgive somebody when Jesus has forgiven me a thousand times because I guarantee you one thing. Our forgiveness to forgive Maybe that's the right word. Our forgiveness to uh, needing to be forgiven ratio is probably slightly skewed in the wrong way, right? For every one time I've needed to forgive somebody, there's probably a hundred times that God has forgiven me. And I know that's not easy, and I, and I know that's not the answer, but number, you know, I know that's not the answer you want to hear, but number one, we forgive others because we're forgiven, right? And that is our call as, as, as God's chosen people, right? Forgiveness is giving others what God gave you. Forgiveness, and, and this, was, this was my favorite quote, and, and Kevin actually said it, and it's from a sermon like a year and a half ago. One of my favorite things to do is I keep my phone with me, and anytime... I'll listen to sermons throughout the week and, and, and re-watch things and, and try to work on what I'm doing up here. One thing I like to do is that if there's just an awesome quote that one of them say, maybe it's profound, I write it down in the notes on my iPhone. It's called Bible Notes. So I, I went through and I, and I found this awesome quote that, that Kevin said from a sermon about a year and a half ago. Forgiveness is overcoming deserved anger and bitterness. And what's the key word there? And I'll read it again. Forgiveness is overcoming deserved anger and bitterness. The key word for me there is deserved, right? If, 
forgiveness and grace are two very, very close things. And I think the difference is when you give somebody grace, it's because they messed up and, and, and they didn't deserve that, right? But the bitterness that we feel, that's deserved, right? And that's what forgiveness is. And notice one other word here too that, that's big. Not forgetting, not, not breaking through. Forgiveness is us overcoming deserved anger towards others, right? We have to overcome it. We're actually called to overcome it. We can see in Ephesians 4, right? And what we're going to start to find here and what, what we're really going to get into is we overcome it because it is bringing us down. It's not bringing the other person down, right? Forgiveness is not condoning what they did, right? We've all heard that, that right? You can forgive and, and not, not accept what they did, and that's absolutely true, but I want you to keep one other thing in mind, something that you may not have heard. Forgiveness also doesn't mean that you're over what they did. To forgive somebody does not mean that you condone what they did, that you're over what they did, that you're saying um, what they did to you was acceptable. And guess what? It means you guys may not ever, it, it doesn't mean you guys will ever be friends. It doesn't mean you won't. It doesn't mean you guys will ever talk to each other, right? It means that you are stepping out in faith, faith and releasing bitterness because bitter is not what anybody in this room is, right? I know everybody in this room fairly well, right? Or I'm starting to get to know you guys fairly well and you're awesome, awesome people. None of you guys are naturally bitter. God's call on your life is, to n is not for you to be angry and bitter all the time. Keep that in mind. Forgiveness is you as a follower of Christ being brave enough to step out and say, you know what, what you did to me was wrong but I'm not gonna let the darkness that you try to pass on to me darken the light which Christ has given in me. Think about how deep that is, right? I'm not gonna let you darken the light that Christ has, get, has put in me. If you really think about it, right, and I know we sit there and say, it's easy for you to say up here on the stage or it's easy for God or Christ to say, you should forgive others, right? They're the trinity, they're the, they're the creators of the world. But keep something in mind too. Was Christ ever betrayed? We can think of a couple stories, right? Like what's the number one story we think about when Christ was betrayed? And this is a big deal because I think, I'm gonna get there in a second, but the interesting thing about betrayal, and that's where most of our anger and bitterness stems from and where we need to find forgiveness. Does anybody disagree with that? The interesting thing about betrayal is it feels the same no matter the audacity of what happened. Think about that. When you were a, a kid in the playground and somebody stole your rocks, your best friend stole your rocks, it felt exactly the same as you feel when, 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 it's, when you lose your job or your best friend turns on you or you lose a spouse or things like that. Betrayal feels the same no matter the audacity, right? It's the same feeling and that's what makes it so unique. So what instances was Christ betrayed? We can, 
We can think of one, right? Everybody thinks of Judas. But there's another popular time where he was also betrayed. And we, so, we tend to look on it differently. What do you think that is? Peter. Right? We like to think about Judas all the time. We don't even think about what Peter did, what Peter did denying Christ three times. We don't even think about that as betrayal, but it really is at the core of it, right? Why do you guys think that history looks, and these are rhetorical questions, why do you guys think that history looks so positively upon Peter and negatively upon um, Judas, right? Because think about the God that you know God to be or Christ that you know Jesus to be, right? Honestly think about your experience and who you know, know our God to be, and then think, do you think Jesus feels those betrayals any too differently? Do you think he feels different about those? I doubt it. So why does history look good upon Peter and bad upon Judas if they both betrayed Jesus? And that answer is, it has everything to do with what they did afterwards, right? You see, God's a forgiving God, and, and Judas betrayed, betrayed Jesus, and instead of, of running to his forgiving God, he took matters into his own hands, right? And ultimately, it caused that, that anger and that bitterness, and it was towards himself, right? And it became his downfall, his demise, right? He ended up taking his life. And then you see Peter who did the same thing, who went through the same emotions, who, was, who, who really felt like he betrayed Jesus, and he ends up being the leader of the, the, the free church, and he ends up going out and, um, and living God's purpose in, in his life, and that is because what he did with how he felt afterwards determined his response and it took a lot of faith to do that, right? Judas, and, and I'm not, this is a sermon for another time, but Judas took the easy way out. And, and, and I know when he went out, the pain he was feeling and the betrayal. And, and honestly, his actions show that he really did love Jesus, but he forgot that God was a forgiving God, and Peter never forgot that. So think about that, right? When, when you feel that bitterness, Oftentimes, like I said, it's either towards God or ourselves, and it takes faith to get rid of that. In closing, and, and I, I really want to talk about the fact, getting rid of your bitterness, right? It takes faith to get rid of your bitterness. We said that, right? But, but what does faith look like? And I said it up here earlier, bravery. Faith is an action, not something that's going to come to you, right? Faith is something that you have to do even though you want to do it. That is why it's called faith. So it takes faith for you to get out of your comfort zone. And again, you guys have all been betrayed in here and you all have scars. But ultimately when we're holding on to that, we're holding on to that poison, right? And it's creating that bitterness in us. The other person doesn't feel that. It affects our lives, and that's why God calls us to forgive. To, in this circumstance, forgiveness is God telling us to let it go. And why should we let it go? 
because he has bigger plans for you guys in our lives than for you to sit here bitter and be held back because of bad things that happen to you. Hurt people hurt people, right? And it becomes the vicious, vicious cycle, right? If somebody cheats on me, I start to continue that cycle, right? There's something about us as humans that, that make that, that analogy true. Hurt people hurt people, right? The bad things that happened to you guys were wrong. You didn't deserve them. You didn't deserve that. God doesn't condone it. But it also doesn't define you. We have this light that inside of us that we talked about, right? And only we can decide if we're going to let people darken that. This light is given to us by Christ, so why would I let a human take that from me? I'm not saying what they did is right. I'm not saying what, what we did is that, that uh, what they did is okay. What we're saying when we're stepping out and forgiving people is that we serve the God, the creator of the universe, and I trust in him more than I'm going to let somebody get me down because his plans for my life are much bigger, right? You have every right to feel the way you feel about being betrayed, about being taken advantage of, right? But understand one thing, and really let this hit home. That's why I saved it for last. Faith is you stepping out and making the bold exclamation that you are not going to repeat the cycle of hurting other people because you're hurt. That takes faith. That takes bravery on your part, right? It takes a really spiritually mature person to say, you know what, it stops with me because hurting people is not who I am. And I'm not going to take that out on my family. I'm not going to take that out on my coworkers. I'm not going to take it out on God. And especially, I'm not going to take that out on myself because I didn't deserve that. And I know that I serve a God that has massive things in store for me, right? And I know, I know, I know, I know we're going to go through seasons in life, right? We're going to go through seasons of bitterness, and God understands that. We talked about it, I think, the last two or three weeks, right? God walks with us in every step, right? Psalm 23, he is with us in the valleys. He is with us when we're not there. And that is why we forgive people, right? If Jesus can forgive the thief on the cross, if he can forgive the Romans that are taunting him as, as he sits there and bleeds and suffocates to death, we can do it too. Bitterness is like drinking a poison and expecting it to, to kill the other person, right? But it's just killing us as Christ followers, and that is not who we are. Maybe some of you guys in here are really bitter because something really, really bad happened to you. And if that's the case, or if you guys know somebody, I always invite you guys to, to talk to us and, 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 and seek counseling and, and seek just spiritual support, even if it's from a, a, another friend in here or another Long X Ranch cowboy. Talk to people about that because that's how you start releasing it, right? You will be surprised what happens when you let what is boiling inside of you just come out. You will be surprised, and that works in many things in life, but you will be surprised the power of, of letting that go. Come and talk to us. I promise you, Mitch and I counsel people all the time. Let that go. If that is preventing a relationship between you and God, give it to God, right? He can handle it. Um, 
he died on a, on a cross for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? Like, give it to God. Talk to him about it. That's what having a relationship is, and, and, and we're called to have a relationship with God, right? Give it to him. He can handle it. But start letting go of those things, your bitterness, your, your anger, and forgive people with the notion that I'm not saying it's okay what you did, but I'm moving on because I, I'm going to follow God's path here, and that's what he did with me, right? Let's go to God in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for these, these wonderful people that, that came out this evening. They're always just so, so gracious and supportive of me, and, and it, it just means the world, Lord. I pray that if there's bitterness brewing inside of any, any of them, or if they know somebody that's bitter and it's affecting their life or affecting their relationship with you, Lord, help them with that. Take it from them. Give them the strength to step out in faith and give it to you, Lord. I pray that you, you, you put forgiveness on somebody's heart. Maybe they need to, to call up a loved one and reconcile, or, or maybe they need to, to co- coincide with a, a coworker and just make things better, Lord. May they see that, that giving that to you lightens them. It lightens their load, and, and, it, and it helps them shine and go down the path that you're going, Lord. As always, may you bless everybody's week in here, um, and just bless these wonderful people, these ministry, this ministry, our livestock, and, and all that comes with it, Lord. In your name we pray, amen.